This is Andy Lewis, and you're listening to The Norse Mentality. What's up, guys? I hope you are having a glorious day. I'm with my buddy Cody again. He's been on the past few episodes. You all should know who he is at this point. But we are going to tackle a question that was submitted by a listener. And we're not going to do these all the time, but we do have some really good questions and we want to kind of mix things up. So that's what we're going to do. And my heartbeat right now, dude, is like 200. Way too much caffeine today. Holy shit. This is also the first night episode that we've ever recorded. Like every Norse mentality episode is usually recorded first thing in the morning. And now we're doing it at night. That's going to change. Oh, yeah. We're going to be knocking out episodes all the damn time here soon. My man Cody quit his job. I sure did. I sure did. Big milestone for me. You want to go into that? Just a little bit. You don't have to go into full detail, but maybe talk about getting out of your comfort zone to do this and why you went through with it. You know, my decision was based heavily around my own principles and morals. And I just decided to take that leap. You know, I, I know what I'm leaving has no retirement for me, except for the age of 65. <laughs> and um, I don't want to do that, man. So that's been a big driver for me to get out of nursing in general and, you know, kind of create my own. And you've been path. a nurse for what, like five years now? Yeah. Since I, you were I, 19, 20, some shit uh, like that? I've been a nurse for five years, but I've been in healthcare for eight. So this is, you're, you're very used to this. You're very comfortable I mean, it, with being it, a nurse. Especially, you know, starting at 19 years old in healthcare. This is it all became, you know, man. It became a part of my yeah. identity. And now you're, you're having to change that identity, which we should absolutely do a podcast episode on that because I think everyone should do it, you know, when needed, which... Yeah. Go ahead and make a mental note. You know, and for anyone listening, remind us. I was looking for a <laughs> pen. I was looking for a pen for a second. I was yeah, like, we, we, we need to do an episode down. on that. But yeah, for, for those listening, we all deal with the same shit. But the difference is Cody was unhappy. He was at a job that, like he said, when like he was forced to make a decision, and that decision had to go with his morals and values. And that's why he left this job. And now he's looking for something else. And you don't necessarily have something lined up right now. You have different options available, but those options are theirs, and those options kind of presented themselves to you, right? Yeah, definitely. They they just kind of fell in my lap, man. And, and that's how this shit works. It's a it's a big sign for sure. And then when people just instead of stressing all this shit, like what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Just take a step back and breathe, and kind of watch shit unfold. It's super interesting. I mean, my entire life has been like that as well. When I'm like, what am I going to do? Solutions present themselves, and I'm going, really oh, do. there you are, glorious. But anyways. What is the question today? All right. So I'm a man in my late 20s, and I've recently left my second wife. Both of my wives have been abusive mentally, emotionally, and physically. How do I break the cycle and get my appetite back so I can get my body out of starvation mode and get my health back on track? I used to be in such good shape in between both wives, PTSD, and work. I miss the gym, and I'm in constant pain because I'm so heavy. You need to be single for a very long time, my friend. You need to stop dating. You need to stop worrying about girlfriends. You need to stop caring about relationships and sex and all this other shit. And you need to focus on yourself. You need to become a goddamn monk and just dial in on yourself and your priorities and leveling up. Because here's the thing. You are attracting 
toxic people into your life. You're in your late 20s, not even 30 yet, and you're going on your second divorce. Now, I'm not bashing that. I have been in very similar situations. I've never been married, but really my only two relationships in my entire life both ended and before the age of 29. You know, one was with my kid's mom, and then the second one was a pretty serious relationship that ended that I did not see coming, you know? But that's what I did. I stopped. I'm like, all right, I need to get my shit together. I need to figure out what I want. I need to figure out why I continue to attract a certain type of person. And then I've just really enjoyed being single. <laughs> As you have, you know, you've been single for what, five years now? Yeah, man. I definitely, uh, I've definitely needed to, you know, same situation. Like you said, we're, we attract certain people based on our projections and our version and our viewpoint of ourselves. And that happens from the time you're born, during your entire upbringing. You know, maybe your mom was a toxic person. I don't know. But that that could possibly be it. Or someone that you were around a lot as a child could have been toxic. And you just, without even realizing it, that's the kind of people that, you, that you're attracted to, maybe. You know, or just people that are kind of messed up. That's how I was. Because I grew up around a lot of really toxic women. And just toxic people in general. Not just women, but like even the males in my life growing up sucked outside of my dad and like my grandfather everyone was pretty much just shitty but getting back to it you you need to spend time alone and you need to figure out you need to learn to love yourself that's huge that's the best thing that you can do for anyone listening to this learn to love yourself because at the end of the day that's all you have you only have yourself and when you learn to love yourself and be alone with yourself and you're okay with that and you don't have all this anxiety and all this other shit that comes up, whoo, is it glorious. Oh, it's so good. Once you put yourself in that situation, you almost don't sway from it. You learn to be comfortable with yourself, to love yourself and, and be okay with who you are as a person. So you don't go looking for that in other people. You need to learn who you are as a person. Because we really don't know. We spend all of our time focusing on other people, focusing on our jobs, focusing on all this external shit, and we never really get to know ourself. And I know that's not like some hippity-dippity bullshit, but it's the truth. Like We don't take time to really learn ourselves and figure out where we are messed up as individuals to figure out our own problems that we need to figure out and work on. You know, And you can go, there's a million different ways to go about doing that, but that's what you need to focus on doing. You don't need to worry about relationships. Everyone has it stuck in their head that they need to be dating someone, that they need to be talking to someone. You don't have to. It's not necessary. And until you figure out who you are and work through your stuff, it, you could be just creating straight collateral damage if you are seeking relationships without going into it with the right mindset. Right. You know, I'm just going to make an assumption here. You're a man in your late 20s. You've been married twice, divorced twice. So I'm going to assume... Your first marriage was in your earlier 20s, a very imperative time to where you're solidifying who you are as a person. And I don't think you've done that. Yeah, I agree. And this isn't attacking whoever submitted no, this question. No, no, we no, don't know no, who no, no. submits the questions. Absolutely. They're anonymous. But that's the case for most people. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, I think that's why, statistically speaking, a lot of people who do get married in their early 20s either get divorced or completely unhappy in their relationships, you know? I don't think most people know who they are until they get around the age of 30. And then I think apparently around the age of 40, you're just chill and you just, you know, everything is solid. 
you know, you're just, you're in a very good place by the time you get to 40. But man, I can't even imagine getting married in my early 20s. Like I was such a just shithead. I'm a completely different person. Of course. I'm a completely different person than I was a year ago, though. Yeah. That's the thing is focus on leveling up. That's what I wish men and women would realize. Everyone. When you get out of a relationship, that is your time to level up in every way imaginable. You have nothing holding you back anymore after you get over the initial you know, depression and all that shit, which we're going to get into. But this is your time to level up and to become the best version of yourself. Read books, get juicy as hell. You know what I mean? Hit the gym, start taking martial arts or something, something that you've always wanted to do, but you just didn't have time for because you had someone else taking up that extra time that you had available. Focus on yourself. And then the more you level up as a person, you attract better individuals into your life. You know, for in this case, this guy, he was attracting shitty women before that just were not a good match for him. If he takes a year off, and he just reads, you know, read about relationships, read some self-help stuff, read about making money, just read about everything that you possibly can. That's going to make you a more attractive person to better quality women. And then your next relationship is probably going to be better, man. It may not be the one. I don't think the one exists anyways, That's, but we're not going to get into that. But you're going to attract a better quality woman as a result. You know, so let, let's talk about what, say, women are attracted to. Women at the end of the day, they want a good caregiver. You know, they want someone that is wealthy, healthy, and I guess happy. You know what I mean? But the reason they want healthy and wealthy is because that would result in better children from an evolutionary standpoint. That, oh, that, yeah. That's what they look for. Even if you're a woman, you don't want children, or if you're a dude and you don't want kids, you're still attracted to certain individuals because in that primitive brain is like, ooh. Yeah, we could pop out some solid offspring. You know what I mean? Like we can make a really good family together. That's all based around survival. Like you said, it's very primitive. It's all everything human nature based is survival. What is going to continue my genes? What is going to continue my lineage and stuff like that? So as a male, if you're out of a relationship, what do you need to be focusing on? You need to be focusing on making money. You need to be reading books about it. You need to be watching YouTube videos. You need to be asking people for advice. It doesn't mean you have to start a business, but maybe start learning about investing. Get good with money. Not necessarily to buy shit that's going to attract women, but that way you can take care of someone and they know that. And then also make sure you're hitting the gym, which he's having issues with that. And we're going to help him address that. But those are the two things that you need to be focusing on when you get out of a relationship. In my opinion, what do you think? I think you need to dig when you get out of a relationship and dig into why that relationship started what could have went better during it and why it ended and not in a sense of saving that relationship with the person, but to more control on how you move forward with future relationships. You absolutely need to dig into it and address your own issues and figure out why this ended because you, you did something. It's not just this person. Yeah. They might've been mentally abusive or emotionally and all that stuff, but you did something just like I did shit in my past relationships. I didn't realize it at the time, but by digging and doing some self-reflection, I'm like, yeah, th this was kind of my fault. Maybe I was a little bit too needy or, or some stupid shit like that. It's like, well, moving forward, we're not going to be that way. But that's the thing. Unless you do the digging that you're referring to, you don't figure out your toxic traits and address them and make sure that you don't do it in the future. I think that's very important. That should be your first step yeah. in all reality, but that's, that doesn't happen overnight. And no. But that the, the, my issue with only focusing on that 
is that you slide further and further down the depression hole. It's you need to be leveling up because that's built confidence and confidence brings happiness, especially for men. Men are happy, happiest when we are getting shit done, when we are conquering the goddamn world. But at the same time, don't neglect what went wrong. Do that self-reflection. That's why I think tackling both at the same time is important. Because you want to make sure that you're getting shit done and that you're becoming a better person. But at the same time, you need to be like, all right, this is where I fucked up before. And this is what I don't need to do moving forward. But that's the issue is that no one does that. They get out of one relationship and they just jump into another one. And guess what, guys? The same shit's going to happen because you never address the original issues. And you just continue to repeat that cycle. So stop. Be alone. Figure out your toxic traits and then make a commitment to stop doing them. Nice. <laughs> Nailed that entire first part. Well, that's... It's great. I, no, I, I want to choke people, man. I yeah. see it all the damn time. They get out of a relationship. And they're, all, they're depressed for like a full week. And how do they handle it? They start drinking. They start doing drugs. And they start pounding ass like there's no tomorrow. And then guess what? They just get more depressed because none of that brings actual fulfillment and meaning into their life compared to just not drinking, which if you're getting out of a relationship, do not drink because alcohol is a depressant. That is not helping you. You know, maybe get that initial like drunken night out of your way to release some emotion and stuff like that, but then don't touch it anymore. Both of my past relationships after they ended, I did not touch alcohol for a full year because I didn't want to use it as a crutch. I'm like, I'm going to suffer. I'm going to feel this. I'm going to lean into it and I'm going to grow from it. If I would have just drowned myself in alcohol as a result of that breakup, nothing would have got addressed. I would have just sunk further and further down. It takes a lot of self-awareness to see that. I'm glad I did it though, man. Especially after me and my kid's mom broke up. You know, I had people, they're like, oh, let's go get drunk. I'm like, I'm not touching this shit, man, because I'm not in a good place. And I know that this is just going to make it worse. But people don't realize that. And it's in our culture nowadays. I mean, it's probably always been like this, actually. Whenever you deal with shit, you just start pounding alcohol and meat or wine or whatever back in the day. And now it's liquor and whatever else. But that's our coping mechanism. Oh, you're dealing with something? Let's go get drunk. That's not how you deal with it. No, it, it makes it way worse in the end. And the you're run. just, you're pushing it down anyways. And that's the thing too. Let these emotions come up. It's going to suck. Let them out. You need to cry, cry. That's right. I'm a dude telling you that if you need to cry, then fucking cry. It's like you're a human. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to be emotional. You're allowed to be emotional. There's nothing wrong with it. No. Let that shit out. But let's get off this and move on to the next part of this question. Getting back into the gym. The reason you don't feel like it and the reason you're not eating and all this other stuff is because you're depressed, man. That's all there is to it. You're depressed. You don't want to get out of bed in the morning, probably. You don't want to go to the gym. You don't want to do any of this stuff, but that is why you need to do it. You need to put your goddamn feet on the floor and just one foot in front of the other. And then day after day, if you continue to do that, this shit gets easier for you. I promise you it will. But just laying around and not doing anything is the worst possible thing. You're going to stay in that state and you're going to sink further down. Get up and get moving. You have to force yourself into it. No one wants to do that when they're depressed, but it's willpower and it's what's going to get me out of this. If you really want to get out of this state that you're in, which I'm, you know, he submitted a question for us to answer, so I'm guessing he does, then you need to have that self-talk with yourself. You need to be like, 
we're not going to stay like this. We're going to do whatever it takes to get out of it. That means eating healthy foods. That means staying away from alcohol. That means exercising, getting outside, getting some vitamin D on us, all that good stuff. Being around friends. Make sure that you're hanging out with the bros. Good people. Good people. Surround yourself with good people. Don't go to the bar looking for single chicks to hook up with. Stay away from them until you get your shit together, man. You know, something that's stuck with me lately, and if I ever write a book, this is what I'm going to call it, and that's no one is coming to save you. Yeah. You have to do that for yourself, by yourself. You have to force yourself every morning to get up and get moving. You know, even your best friend, you can't bank on that person because you're at the end of the day, like you said, it is you. Even the person you trust the most, they're going to be there for you, but they're not going to be there for you every minute that you're going through this. You know, you have to want to do this for you. You have to get up and get moving. And it seems like this person knows that, but you have to take that step and make that jump and do it. And it seems like they're not like, I miss the gym. I'm in constant pain because I'm so heavy. You've addressed the problem and you know the issue, but you're not taking the steps to do it. It is that simple. You just have to do it. Yeah, you miss the gym. Then go get a goddamn gym membership. Go to the gym. And go to the gym, man. Even if you just walk in there and you get a 15 minute workout in, that's one step, man. That's you crawling out of this goddamn hole that you're in. And you just continue to climb and you fucking claw and you scream and you kick until you get out of this depression that you're dealing with right now. But you can get out of it. And going back to the friend comment, everyone is dealing with their own shit. That's what we don't understand. We get pissed off because someone doesn't, you know, we're depressed or we're pissed off and we talk to it about someone and we don't get the reaction or the help that we were looking for because our expectations were too high. They're dealing with their own shit. Everyone is dealing with their own shit. That is why you need to focus on yourself. You can't rely on anyone else. They want to help you. They care about you and they love you. But at the end of the day, it's all on you. But I promise you, if you're dealing with depression right now, you just got to get moving. You've got to put one foot in front of the other and it gets easier and easier, but you got to do all the right shit, man. You know, you're overweight. He says that his body hurts because of how much weight that he's gained. Start eating better. When you're depressed, you want to eat pizza and all this other shit. Put it down, man. Start eating fruit. That's going to make you feel better in general. Start eating plenty of protein. Get your ass back in the gym. Start walking. Walk every damn day around your neighborhood. Go out to the woods if you got a greenway nearby or something like that. Just make sure that you're taking daily action to get out of this. And then sooner or later, it might be in a week. It might be in six months. But it will change and you will be a different person. But you have to make that effort in order to do so. Let's talk about depression for a second. I'll talk Um, about depression all damn day. Yeah, absolutely. I've been there in a bad spot. And I know you've been in bad spots too. You know, depression has become so stigmatized that we don't want to reach out. We don't want people to know we're depressed. And I'm here to tell you that depression is a completely normal human emotion. We just don't see that anymore. If you're not depressed about something, if you're not anxious at some point, you know, that's when I would start to worry. So if you're feeling these emotions, you're pretty in tune with yourself already. You know, you understand what you're going through. You understand that it sucks. That's why your body feels this way. But 
you have to change your perspective on how you view depression too. You know, once you've been in the shit, you've been at rock bottom and you've brought yourself out of that and you're a truly happy person, it is seriously night and day difference. Depression is a beautiful thing because it makes you realize how amazing life is. And without depression, I really don't think people would. I mean, I think you have some people that are naturally happy. Yeah. You know, they had good upbringings and they're just positive people. But I don't think that they experience the same level of realization of just how amazing life is because they were never at the bottom. And that's exactly what you just said. You know, it, when you get to the bottom, it, it's the darkest place ever. You feel like it's never going to end. But then once you crawl out of it and you see that light, there's nothing more glorious in this world. And it takes a really bad period of depression in order to realize that. But once you do, it's beautiful. It really is. So don't beat yourself up for being depressed. And that's another thing too. Whenever guys get out of relationships, well, why am I so worked up about this bitch or some stupid, you know, they say stuff like that. And you, once again, you're human. And this is something that I was telling someone else that was dealing with a breakup very recently. Like, I, I don't know why I'm so held up on this chick, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, have you ever looked at like any of the old folklore or anything like that there's always a chick and a hero and that chick always ends up ruining the damn hero you know what i mean like this hero is indestructible he can conquer anything he'll kill 100 men no problem but let one pretty chick come along <laughs> and she wrecks his world this is just how it works guys so don't like beat yourself up for being upset because your relationship ended that's how it's supposed to happen you know the issue is when you stay there Realize it for what it is and just move on and be single. Like I said, like, you know, I want to wrap this up because I think we've pretty much tackled it and I don't want to keep repeating the same shit over and over again. But if this relationship's done, which it sounds like it is, focus on yourself, focus on being single. Do not worry about a relationship. A relationship will come along when it's supposed to, when you are ready for it and it's not forced, someone will come along and that relationship's going to be beautiful. But you have to work on yourself first and you have to get to that point. And if you force anything prior to that, it's not going to end very well, man. So don't, don't even worry about it. You don't need to be in a relationship. You need to focus on getting healthy. You need to focus on leveling up. You need to focus on hanging out with your bros, getting to the gym, and just enjoying life, learning to love yourself. And once you learn to love yourself, that's a goddamn superpower because I'm telling you right now, 99% of people in this world do not love themselves. They hate themselves. The shit that they say to themselves is so goddamn toxic. And I had to have that talk with myself one time. I was just like, the self-talk was just so bad. And I stopped and I'm like, would I ever talk to anyone else like this? Even someone I hate, which I can't even think of anyone right now, but say there's someone I just, I hate their guts. I would never say shit to them that I was saying to myself. Why would you talk to yourself like that? But we do. And most people do. Someone told me the other day, I bully myself. You bully yourself? And you just allow that shit to happen? And I understood where this person was coming from. It was negative self-talk. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like, you're aware of it. And all I can imagine is like, you know, a part of you is in this corner and this bigger version of you is like bullying you. Don't allow that shit to happen. That's just your internal, internal voice. It means nothing. Tell it to shut the fuck up and move on. But that's the thing is we get held up with that voice in our head. And that voice, especially during times like depression and shit, is the worst thing for you. 
Because it is extremely powerful. It is, but we, we put so much emphasis on it. That voice means nothing, guys. It literally means nothing. It's just a damn chatterbox. And once you learn how to shut it up, you no longer have to worry about this kind of stuff. And I've been there. My brain never shut the hell up. I, it was always chattering. And I felt like I was going to lose my damn mind. And that's when I started meditating and just learning how to control it. And now I can turn it off and I can turn it back on. And when the negative self-talk starts, I, I, I tell it to get the fuck out of here. I don't, I don't deal with it anymore. Right. Like, no, that's not true. Because it happens to me too, but I don't give it time of day. No, you're not helping me right now. So you don't get a vote. And you can have the same kind of self-talk with yourself. And I think that will be a future episode as well. This is about self-talk. But yeah, we're going to wrap it up there. Do you have anything else you want to say? Before we do, you know, I want to talk to this person directly. You understand the problem. You know what you need to do. It's going to come down to how bad you want it. You miss the gym. You're in constant pain because you're heavy. You understand why you're in constant pain. You miss the gym. How bad do you want to get out of this rut? Because you've already identified what you need to do. You just have to take action to it. And taking action, guys, I mean, it's hard, but at the same time, it's so fucking easy. You don't have to do anything massive. One little small step, that one little small improvement every day, get that momentum going. And once you have that momentum, don't take your foot off the gas pedal. Keep it to the goddamn floor. But that's the issue is getting that momentum. Once you have that, you're solid. So yeah, one foot in front of the other. Start off small, but start doing something now. If you're listening to this and you're dealing with the same shit that this guy is, or you are that guy, get started now. And don't expect this to be linear progression. No, it's you're gonna never, it's gonna be a goddamn roller coaster. Linear. It's gonna be an absolute roller coaster, but you can do it. And that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Norse Mentality. The Norse Mentality is a byproduct of Norse Fitness. You can find us online at norsefitness.co. You can find me on Instagram at Andrew Cliff Lewis. And Cody, how can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Cody underscore Whitley. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And we will talk to you soon.